What is up, NPD fans? Uh, this is Gage, aka Luke Shot First, coming out at you with a little PSA, PSN. I wanted to say PSN, PSA before this episode. So this was my first time running the stream, uh, kind of on the fly, uh, last week or two weeks ago, I guess now. While Jacob was off doing some family stuff, um, so I had a bunch of audio issues and a bunch of technical difficulties throughout this episode. So the, unfortunately, my video bitrate had a big like crash on my computer halfway through the episode, and the second whole half is all messed up. And the first half has a really low frame rate, and it's really hard to watch. So I'm gonna just be doing audio only format for this week's um, podcast. So I'm sorry about that. Just gonna be a little visualizer for you. Uh, so if you want to have the um, podcast up on YouTube, it'll still be something interesting to look at and in the background for you. So I'm sorry this happened. We're learning. We're figuring it out. Um, but uh, thanks for being patient with us while we do. And we're just going to keep getting better and better. So enjoy episode uh, 13 of the Neon Pocket Dimension uh, with special guest Sam. Uh, we talk about all sorts of cool stuff, and it's still a great episode. Uh, also, at the very end, there is some audio cl- like clipping issues. I did what I could to, to edit that in post, but um, that's just the way it goes. So I did my best to try and salvage everything from this episode, and I apologize to my co-hosts who are on it um, about the whole scenario. But here we go. We keep moving forward. We keep learning. That's what this is all about, right? We're having fun. So enjoy episode 13 of the Neon Pocket Dimension. This week, it's the three of us. What's up, everybody? Okay. Uh, uh, at some point, the transition is going to happen. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Neon Pocket Dimension. My name is Gage Luke, and uh, I'm taking the hot seat for uh, for Jacob this week. He's off doing some cool family stuff, hanging with some people. Uh, but we are here partying hardy, and I am joined by uh, my co-host, Boxcar Miguel. Say hi. Hey there. Hi there. And special guest this week, Samuel Riviera. Yep, 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 yep. Introduce yourself. I know, uh, I know, my guy. <laughs> yeah, you, Samuel. What's up? Is it Sam or Samuel? How do you like to be called? Sam is fine. Sam is um, good. I was, I was here like two weeks ago, but um, yeah, my name is Sam. Uh, I am an amateur uh, streamer, as I'm starting to get everything ready for that, streaming soon. Uh, avid gamer, uh, amateur writer, and comic book uh, designer, and all that. So amateur, a lot of stuff, nerdy stuff. Uh, hey, that's that's how we do. And D&D nerd, so I'm just all around nerdy. <laughs> hey, that's what we that's what we like right here. No problem. That's awesome. And uh, you know, you gotta you gotta do it on your own before someone pays you to do it and, and get fully there. And you know, it's all good. That's what we're here for. Um, so for, uh, for people who don't know, this is Neon Pocket Dimension. Uh, we're a weekly podcast where we talk all things video games, uh, pretty much nerdy stuff like sandwich episodes, all of the above. Um, we're live Wednesdays, usually at 7 o'clock. I, uh, like I said, this is my first time on the decks, on the ones and twos producing while we go. So I, uh, you know, I had some technical difficulties. We had real job stuff coming the way. So thanks for, for bearing with us. But we're here now. We're having a good time. Um, this is going to be a Sectors episode, so we're going to do some vibe new we're gonna talk about some topics and uh do some endorsements of course we're gonna try and uh, make it snappy for you since we're a little later in the evening um check us out on twitch.tv slash neon pocket dimension if you're there now then you know the business um and then if you want to catch it later uh we'll have a vod on youtube uh that's going to be on the odd valley uh main channel but just search neon pocket dimension i swear will come up and finally for housekeeping finalists follow us on twitter that's at npd squad and you'll see uh when we go live as well as uh game streaming we're going to be doing some stuff this weekend um continuing to get some game streaming going so that should be fun. Maybe with some of the X to interact guys who are our friends over there on that channel. Um, yeah, Jacob's got, I know he's got a bunch of streaming plans going on this weekend. So check it out. We're going to be doing some different stuff like that. Um, but yeah, enough housekeeping for the time being. Um, I, we're going to jump right into Wibe New. And if you don't know what Wibe New is, that is uh, what you have been nerding out on. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm messing around with Windows. Here we go. 
producing on the fly. You can see my cat. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, that's the cats are always welcome. Dogs are always welcome. No problem. Oops, not that one. Man, it, it gives me a new respect for Jacob how he produces this stuff on the fly. I'm feeling I'm feeling like I owe him a yeah. little extra props. It's had quite a bit of practice, so it's okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> but nevertheless, I'm always like, all right, he's like he keeps talking and the whole thing at the same time. It's a whole thing. I feel like he needs someone to do the producing for him. That'd be cool, you know. Yeah, that'd be pretty neat. That's a whole. That's a whole thing, though. That's a whole extra body. Um, cool. So I'm gonna start with you, Miguel. What you been nerding out on this week? Well, um, this week, well, it's been a lot of work. So. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend, I ended up watching. You, uh, it's a. Amazon Prime show called uh, Night Sky. Oh, I've heard of it, but I've not watched it yet. Yeah, um, I haven't heard of it yet either. I liked it. It was good. My only issue is that apparently they they canceled it. So already, dang it. They all uh, they they're doing, they're doing for a second season, now. which cool. which sucks because you know I actually really enjoyed it. I like J.K. Simmons a lot generally. Me too. So. It, um, it was cool to see him in that the concept I thought was pretty neat they could have gone a lot of places with it and I'm a little disappointed that it got cancelled yeah it always sucks when you get like one season through or even just like halfway through a season and then that's that you're like oh man come on now yeah, I agree but there are times that you go through one season like yeah this needed one season there needs to come back like, aka the really evil Netflix show oh good lord uh, I, I have heard I, I almost bit on that one and then uh, I decided uh, yeah no I was just not doing, I'll, not going to do it I'll, I'll save the trouble I'll save the trouble <laughs> I felt bad for the person who played Wesker I felt bad oh no because he's a great actor he's a great actor I love him as a villain I love him as like that ambiguous person it felt weird seeing him as Wesker I feel and, it again, this is not because of race because of the fact that seeing him with that accent and with who he was is like no, F. Wesker is the biggest, like, evil person you could ever meet. He has no feeling. Why are you being a suburban dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this show, it's not right. Yeah, like, they're trying to humanize this, like, big evil genius. You're like, I don't know. He's kind of a cartoon character villain. He always has been. Um, yeah. For, like, teenage girls. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. It was like, oh, we're going to add this teenage girl, uh... CW bullcrap. I'm like, oh, there's nothing wrong with crap. that necessarily, but I was not a big fan. I watched the whole thing because I, you know, you get invested to a point, and like I've already, I put the time in. You might as well finish it. And it was I, just I, I, oh, I, meh. Yeah. <laughs> if, as someone who, who like plays the games, loves the lore, like I was cringing <laughs> things, especially when they reference Resident Evil Five. And then it's like, so you're going to reference five, but you're not going to reference six. Okay, I get that, but at the same time, you reference five. Yeah. Of all things. I, 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 it's been a long time since I played five. I remember at the time having fun with it, but I remember it went like super bonkers at one point. And I was just, I mean, you know, that's all right, but I was just, remember, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it went deep, deep down uh, the deep end. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it went bonkers after the first chapter it went bonkers yeah the first chapter i remember like you're in africa right or something and like the i remember like the like you're in this one spot with all the crates and there's like all the zombies come in and i remember that being a cool scene and then afterwards it just yeah it went pretty crazy but yeah that kind of that sadly that also had a lot of controversy as well if you remember that was also around the time that capcom was viewed as racism because you're shooting you know you're in africa shooting people who are infected uh, with disease I feel in you. africa which is which around that time i think it had west nile and i think the ebola plague hit them as well at the same time not so a good look i feel right. you feel you feel you yeah it was it was, it was just the right timing for that one i remember like again lower nerve right there i was like ooh. so they had to change a little bit of delayed it until the like, vaccine stuff came out to where they were able to like push it out as best they could totally crazy yeah. well so rest in peace night sky it was a sci-fi sci-fi show right yes yeah, i gotta look it up now well did season one end on enough of like a final note that you think it could stand alone as its own little piece or or no it was definitely like left like hey there's more stuff going on here and then yeah oh no bummer so it's pretty no. shitty in that regard but um it's one of those shows that i don't think that's gonna I have a hard time believing anyone would pick it up to finish it. Yeah, 
totally. I mean, so uh, I mean, it's probably just going to be a one-off, and if you have, the, it's sort of like Tales from the Loop. I don't know if you guys watched that or not. That was also. I, oh yeah, I liked the first season of that. That was a really good show. I thought. Uh, apparently, oh, what was that, Sam? I said I've heard of it. I have. I've heard mixed results. Like people liked it, people didn't like it. It was like confusing, or it like it was like eh, it's whatever. Like I've heard that. And I'm like oh, I'll watch it when I want to watch it. Never got time to it. I would I would recommend it. I personally enjoyed it. Me too. Um, I thought it was a good show. Uh, I would like to see another season, but who knows? And I mean, also considering that the show was made out of um, what was it? A uh, like a an art book, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, and I. Yeah, it looks kind of like some of that kind of like Russo or like Swedish. Like, um, there's like a couple of tabletop games in that sort of area where it's like farmers out in like cold snowfields with big mechs and stuff. Like, it was it was pretty cool. I liked it a lot. Um, oh yeah, that sounds like my alley. That, that reminds me of Lost Planet. Like levels of like fun. Yeah, for sure. I I could have seen that. Like, if someone picks that up, it was an Amazon show too. Also, right? I, th- I think it was right. Um. Yeah, me and me and my wife watched that. It was good. Anyways, anything else? Anything else from you, Miguel? Oh, sorry. Go for it. That, that was pretty much it this weekend, as far as uh, the wide new. Um, I did that, and you know, I just kind of hung out and. Heck yeah. Just other stuff. You've been playing. You've been playing any games? You still on that Skyrim kick or not? Or not really? Sable bound. I am. I was playing Sable while I was waiting <laughs> tonight. Oh, I feel like uh, I, I didn't play any games really this weekend. Oh no, I'm with you. Um, I started uh, a playthrough of uh, Mass, uh, Mass Effect uh, Legendary. Oh, cool. Uh, did you start from the beginning? Yeah. Nice. I'm starting with Mass Effect One. Heck yeah. And it's, it's a little uh, hard. Yeah. As far as gameplay goes, to go back to the first one after playing through to the third. Totally. But it'll be fine. I'll get through it. <laughs> one of my favorite games anyway so. yeah mass effect 2 was much easier once you get to the you're like all right now i can i can hurdle and i can you know like the shooting gets a little tighter it definitely definitely improves i'm gonna make you guys great by saying the following i haven't played andromeda uh that doesn't that doesn't oh, yeah. make me cringe. I had only played Andromeda until I played the the Legendary Edition, and I actually kind of like oh, Andromeda. Uh, I, I'm I'm a, I'm kind of an Andromeda stan. <laughs> my my issue with Andromeda was I played Andromeda because I I was like, do I want to play Mass Effect? And they're like, oh, you can play Andromeda, and then you can just play other games later. It doesn't really matter. Like, okay, cool. I play Andromeda. I'm like, this is fun. But something's creeping in the back of my head, like I'm not gonna like this. And then halfway through, I'm like, yeah, same mission, same enemy. I like now. I see why people are upset about this. Like it was hitting me. Like, but then when I started looking at like old gameplay of, of one and two, I'm like, oh, oh, now I see. Oh, it's a it's a Fallout Four situation. There's a lot of like polished up, but a lot of tough content and a lot of like bugs that you can clearly see now. Like, oh, I see it now. Yeah, I avoided I avoided a lot of the bugs because I I played it later on once they had already ironed out a lot of it, and so I really didn't have oh, much yeah. of that experience. Maybe a couple like cosmetic bugs or little things like that, but um, nothing that like nothing that broke the game for me in, in a way where it was like you know it brought it down the experience too much. But I mean, it does get a little repetitive, and then the game at the end definitely feels like it kind of just like like comes to a pretty quick close like i think they ran out of budget at the end there or something like that um or like uh, dlc (laughs) yeah there you go um yes there was that whole arc that didn't get found right um the solarian arc maybe yeah oh there there was a solarian arc there is the i know they they were talking about this there's a solarian arc there was also the missing a uh, couple years like what's going on, on earth like you supposed to find transmissions or do like missions whatever there's also more like exploring the world there's also more exploring like the the guests and what they are like how old they are like there's supposed to be a lot more but I think the idea was supposed to be like a five ten year plan like totally like it was for Dragon Age but then it just the first after like the first month and there were the sales kept dropping they just cut it because you're shooting you know you're not which is pretty unfortunate in my opinion because Mass Effect, the original, was a solid franchise. I would like more of it. Yeah. The uh, the the story is so good, and just like the the connectivity of characters, I think it's just like pretty unrivaled that way. You know, like 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was actually one of my favorite things was actually doing all the the uh, the side missions for my crew in Andromeda. Yeah. I was like, wow, these guys. It's I, the only issue I had was like some of the like missions were kind of like eh. Like I think uh, for like two of the missions were just basically fighting all pirates and just grabbing shit. I'm like, you just did this in the last mission. Yeah. Okay, it's fine. Look, it's fine. But the but the dialogue was great, especially when you find out a couple of the uh, the backgrounds of the characters. Like Jaw was like an actual scientist. He was actually like kind of reminded me of like the Orion Pack, like old school Octopus Prime before he was anything. He was like, oh, I was just a teacher. Like, oh wow, that's actually bad. Like, oh, that's a freedom fighter. You went from a teacher to being a freedom fighter. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Like basically realizing this is bad. Like, wow. Yeah, that's like old. That brings like old. Cause I was like, you again, huge like comics and all that. So I read the old, or like you know, old Transformers where he had Orion Pack. He was clerk. He was basically a clerk at a library. And totally. Then you look at him later, like wow, he had a glow up and he went through some shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. Like, I really liked. I really liked that whole race um, that you meet, the Jaws race, and like when you are, make first contact with them. Like that was a cool thing that you didn't really get to do too much of in mass effect like i do like some more of that just like diplomacy kind of vibe um so that was cool in andromeda and the worlds were just really beautiful in andromeda even though they were kind of sparse oh yeah oh yeah they were beautiful overall that but, game and there was also hints that they were gonna you're supposed to look for other races as well yeah i think that was also the plan so but it's it was for, for a game that's like clearly they finished it later and it came out a little like raw they did finish it they did fix it up they did give like good ending I played it I liked it and then looking at Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 I wanted to grab the Legendary Edition and play it just to try it out totally yeah I highly recommend heck yeah alright well I'm gonna jump over to you then Sam what you been nerding out on this week what you been playing or watching or uh, any of the like oh I'm sorry this is gonna take up the entire hour because I am going (laughs) Warhammer from Boris Recently, from I think today or yesterday, Forest uh, Lupacow's like Awakened uh, model, which is anyone's a Warhammer fan. The Awakened Horus is basically when all four of the Chaos Gods gave their power and he went to the Emperor. That's big, especially because of the fact that we're at the tail end of the Horus era series in the books, which I'm so loving. There's that. There's uh. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you there because I got some questions. So, are you talking? Are you talking tabletop right there, or are, yeah, right, or one of the many games that have come out recently? Um, oh, tabletop. tabletop. Right on. And books and lore. I'm a huge lore fan. I love lore. Any kind of game. Like, That's I'll awesome. Read through like old books or Omni buses to look at what's going on. So, I re- I got into Warhammer like a year, a couple years ago, and lost track of it. I came back to it. And I'm so glad I did because right now everything is getting getting a little better. Uh, there's that. Uh, I started playing the universe, which is uh, universe two specifically, because I got that old Dragon Ball kick because I saw a trailer for for, uh, for the new Dragon Ball Super movie. I'm like, ah, uh, you know what? Fine, I'll play some the universe. I'll just scratch that itch. Totally. I'm doing that. Playing Fallout again. Me and my fiance love it because of building and all that kind of getting bored of it though sadly because I'm probably going to hit 76 which I really am dreading <laughs> still got bugs still still raw I had I had some fun I had a couple of weekends of fun with 76 so if, it, if that's all you really get out of it do you have game pass I assume um, yeah I have game pass I just it's just the fact that when I play a game I play the completion and Fallout 4 is so fun with the mod is so fun but the issue is, right now, I have to cut back a lot of mods, which cuts back a lot of gameplay. Sure. I don't want to do that because some of these mods actually are well improvements to the game. Totally. That going to 76, which I know is going to be bare bone, and just a lot of, like, ugh, I'm regretting it, but I might go into 76 soon. Yeah. Uh, you might you might be surprised. You might have some fun, especially these days. Like, it's gotten a lot. I mean, sure, you're not going to be able to necessarily do, well, there might be some modding stuff, but um, some of the story stuff there, has gotten better. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the resource stuff and the building stuff, I thought, was actually pretty fun. And um, some of the cool boss, like, th- boss encounters are actually a good time. So you might be a little presently surprised. We'll see. Yeah, and uh, finally, I started to go back to comics. Nice. I was really disappointed with DC because if any uh, Miguel, I don't know, if, I don't know if you saw or you heard recently, they did for Mexican for the Hispanic, uh, Hispanic Her- Pride Heritage uh, Month, which I think is like either September or October. The, yeah, they did a, for Mexico. I can, I can hurdle and I can... 
all three uh, Hispanic characters that are from Mexican descent had tamales in a shopping bag and looked very stereotypically racist, and I was pissed. I was very <laughs> upset. I was like, I'm Puerto Rican, but I, but I saw that the way like you had Hoff Girl, who I think right now I think I'm forgetting the thing is Toronto Cruz, I forget her name, but she was basically at a taco stand with, with tamales up the fucking wall, just smiling. I'm like, you had Kyle Rayner, who was known to be uh, Hispanic, literally holding the flag, but had tamales on him. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, thought, I was like, I get it. But it's like you can go so much better than doing tamales and the flag, because that is like I hate to say, nineteen fifties levels of like a comic. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is. Was it written Again. by a Hispanic or a Mexican, or do you know? Listen, I listen. We can talk about tamales. <laughs> I was issue with that one, but still, uh, I'm not sure. I just saw the art. It was a cover art for a couple books. To honor Hispanic Heritage Month, but I'm like, who okay this? Yeah, because like, I, like I know you guys are failing at movies. I know you guys are failing at governing right now because your whole thing is getting gutted. But who okay this? Like, I, I'd be curious to see that because you'd think that someone of that heritage would do a little bit better of a job representing people in a not stereotypical way. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they just got some, like, random person to do it. Oh, I guess where they have Blue Beetle, who is straight, like, Ami Reyes, who is, like, straight up, like, like one of the coolest characters, coolest, like, very big on the Hispanic pride. Again, Kamala's eating him, surrounded by him. I think that's the picture. I'm like, it's, it's oh, seem, no. it seems so generic. It just seems so, like, I don't know. I generic. mean, I don't know, like, man. It's not, just like, can be racist, but just trying to be, like, I guess funny and cultural, but it's like, no, this is clearly... I, I was about to roast this. I'm like, this is clearly a white teenage girl's dream of what idea of like Hispanic heritage month for college. Yeah, yeah. I mean, community college level is bad. I'm like, oh no, sweetheart, you do not talk about my culture like this. I'm Puerto Rican, but I have Mexican friends. I have Mexican family. So, you know, just being around AK family as a family friend, but it's like, yo, this is like, I'm pissed looking at this. Yeah, you're like, this so isn't. Like, Rico, uh, like, you can do subtle representation that feels like. You know, it feels like it does does the culture justice without having to be so like this is what this is what these people do. Look at that. You know, it's like I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm All right. pretty sure we go right now. Yeah, it's bad. But aside from that, just chilling, playing games, relaxing, uh started getting back into writing again, which I'm so glad I am. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, we've been we've been talking about or we talked about a couple episodes back uh, how both Jacob and I independently wrote some Pokemon fan fiction. So one day we're gonna do a read readathon on the pod, on the podcast. So stay tuned for I, that that special thing. I'm so glad Pokemon was not was yes it was my generation, but I skipped through it. Went to Yu Gi Oh, skipped through that, and went straight into Transformers and right on an, another anime. I went to Dragon Ball Z from that. Oh, yeah. Pokemon is definitely baby's first. Baby's first anime, for sure. Baby's first RPGs. Oh, yeah. Better, but... better that or D- Digimon? Baby's first anime was like Ninja Scroll. Oh, well, that's true. You're right. <laughs> or like even, uh, was it? A- what is it, Astro Boy? The TV show was censored, right? I remember the TV show being censored. I don't remember the movie being censored. <laughs> Classic. Um, all right. Right on. Well, that's that's a good vibe. New. Uh, let's see. What have I been nerding out on this week? Oh yeah, I beat Elden Ring last night. Woo! Oh, congratulations! <laughs> yeah, it, it was a long time coming. I'm so excited. I'm excited to kind of kiss a good kiss a goodbye for a second, maybe. <laughs> um, actually, that's not I was, true. I love that fight. I know the, the last boss was like Mira, right? Whatever her name was. Oh, I have. I actually have to go back and, and beat Millennia. I'm going to do that this weekend. Um, oh. Uh, I was saving her for post-game fun just because I was like, let me just beat this so I just feel the satisfaction and then I'll go back and bite and bash my head against her. I'll be honest with you, you better train that that block trigger finger like it's nothing. You better <laughs> train that dodge. It's really frame. You better train that. Yep. He is hard. Luckily, I, I, didn't play, I, I, I can't play Souls games so I suck at them, but what I saw from her, I'm like, oh no, I will get destroyed for hours just trying to beat this one boss. Nope. <laughs> um, 
uh, I, luckily, I my the build that I went with for for this playthrough was um, was a bleed build, and she she definitely is a little weak to that. So I've tried her a few times, and I've actually gotten her pretty darn close. Um, but I I put her down for a second to beat the final boss. But anyways, Miguel, you were saying something. So what was your first time beating it? It was I. Um, uh, Jacob and I tried to get me there a couple times a few weekends ago, and then I had been out of town for a little bit, so I put it down for a little bit. And last night I was just feeling like I had it in me, so I, I jumped on, and yeah, I beat it in like three tries last night, which was good. Because um, I had been, I'd, uh, I think I ended here. I got, I'll, I got it for you right here. I'll, I'll put it up. I know it's, it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, for the first playthrough at least, it's a lot. Um, I think my character was level like 156 by the end of it. And let me see. I got you right here. Um, and I think I had put... Uh, hold on. It's got to pop up for me in a second. But it was, yeah, I was 156, I know. And I think like I have a, a, like a solid like 153 hours or something in it. Something like that. Yeah. I would want a break too at that point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I stretched it out, right? It came out in when February. It's August now. <laughs> it's been a piece of my life. Um, yeah. So you know, uh, but you know, exceptional game. I gotta say, you know, like this is my first Souls game completing completing start to finish, and so I uh, I felt like an accomplishment last night, and I was. Um, we had a podcast a couple weeks back with Omega Archetype, who's a big Souls Souls fan, and he was saying how like after you complete your first Souls game, you just like totally understand what people are talking about with like the sense of accomplishment, and it really is kind of like a metaphor for like setting your intentions in life. And and I know not to get too heady, but like you know, like it breaks you down so much, and you're it's like almost like martial arts, even though it's not near. Obviously, martial arts are way more of a commitment because they're actually physical but you know it breaks you down so much and you have to get so frustrated and then get through your frustration and actually learn it and get to the place of figuring it out and so i, I totally it totally like clicked in my head when i beat it last night it was just like yes that rules so that was that um yeah it felt good i'm sure i'm sure thank you and now like i said i'm gonna probably go back and try and beat millennia maybe have jacob help me and then uh and then i'm probably gonna put it down for a hot second so that's good um, yeah, you got your Bloodborne. That's another good one. I yeah, I played Bloodborne. Like God, it's got to be four or five, four or so years ago now, and I was not ready for it. I think now, if I went back, I could probably, I could probably do better. Um, I got really stuck, and I kind of rage quit that game. So we'll see. No, um, I rage quit the first one. I was stuck in, uh, I think, in Orlando, the one, the one area that basically just free content that is like hey you don't you could skip all this and not to go through here but one like underground city that's just full of like plague toads and all this other crap i'm like i got stuck in there for so long <laughs> i remember raging because i'm like what do i do in this who made this telescope why is this why are they have so high level come to find out oh this is just miyazaki being a douche and just letting this put in this high level area and this literally right next to the like right next to the like low level area just have a proof like go ahead have fun yeah yeah i mean i remember even like in like a zelda breath of the wild being like being like all right i'm leaving the plateau and then going straight for like one of the hardest areas and being like nope all right i guess that's not where that goes so i kind of like that in games sometimes but yeah miyazaki is especially cruel in that in that way he, he really, his main thing is putting poisonous swamps in just to fuck with people He's a big, he's the biggest troll and one of get one of the biggest trolls in gaming. I love the fact that he admits it. Yeah, totally. Like I, I think it's uh I think it's it's it, he trolls because he he knows like on the one hand yeah like he's kind of trolling people but on the other hand he knows like people figure out his stuff and he goes deep on stuff so he gives you plenty of ways to like figure it out and like that's why when you get the chance to like cheese bosses and stuff in that game like do it because he he allowed you to you know or they allowed mm-hmm. you to um so yeah that was cool let's see what else did I nerd out on this week mm. oh yeah um Game of Thrones started House of the Dragon. Um, you oh. know, I don't. I have pretty low expectations going into the show, which I think is a good thing. Um, I was just like, let's just spend some more time in the world. Hopefully, they tell me a good, like, uh, you know, medieval 
political intrigue kind of story see some cool dragons and so far it's been delivering on that like you know i don't know that it'll reach the same heights as you know the the initial watching of game of thrones but i think um so far i'm enjoying it it's just kind of nice to be back in that world and the production value rules you know yeah listen as long as it's better than season six Uh, it's gonna be fine yeah yeah listen anything is better than season six it could be hot garbage of this incest with the Targaryen, and it would have still been better with season six. I'll There's a honest. lot of incest. <laughs> oh, they have, have a pride Targaryens. They fuck everything. <laughs> that was uh, that last season for that show was a hot mess. I was curious about the new show. I haven't watched it yet, so um, that might be on the list at some point. But I'm in no like hurry. Yeah, and I don't think you need to be. And it might actually benefit from waiting for all the episodes to come out and then just binging it. Like, I don't necessarily know that it's like appointment TV at this point. Um, but I don't know. I, I watched the first two episodes and, and I was, uh, I, I was feeling like totally pleasantly surprised, not surprised. I guess just, I was like, all right. You're like, okay, this isn't bad. Yeah. I was like, okay, I actually am enjoying this. And like, you know, it has that classic game of Thrones thing where I was like, there's way too many names at the beginning, but, um, but I'll, I'll get them by the end. You know, I don't have the benefit of having read the book from before where I was like pretty good with game of Thrones names because I had read the books and could associate them, you know, but yeah, we'll see. It also helps the fact that they have George R. R. Martin helping them, which fun fact, season three, the last season six was so bad was because they didn't listen to George R. R. Martin. That's actually a confirmed thing. The directors didn't listen to R. R. Martin's like, uh, viewpoints or just adding things or changing things. So they just did their own thing just to end the season because it was rumored that those two were going to try to do movies and yeah. like, do other shows. Yep. I think the rumors going around with that that it was going to get picked up by because they did, like, they were doing good. They were good directors. I'm not going to lie. But this, you could tell like, they stopped giving a shit like, after like, the first two or three episodes. Like when they got like after the war against like the night king, you could tell this dropped immediately. They're like, Okay, let's just fuck it, end the game, end the show, let's go, get some money and that screwed them over. Yeah, because they were yeah, because I think they got dropped from a lot of those things that I think they originally got picked up on. They got they got dropped because of the fact of they got dropped because of the fact that R. R. Martin called them out. They got dropped for the fact that HBO was like, Yeah, we regret this and we we're trying to there were rumors about them remaking the season. I remember that for a fact, too. They were saying, like, we might remake the season or redo the season, but after that, they're like, this is way too much money. They like, they, they, they canceled it because of the fact it was like, it's, there's no point. Yeah, the momentum was the momentum was was not there, and it would have just cost them a bunch to maybe not have it work out, you know, so. Well, um, here's, the thing. here's the thing. I think the idea was the fact of all the actors are basically said we're not coming back for this shit totally they spent so much of their lives on that you know like yeah totally it, I mean you had Kit, you got you had um, Kit Harrington who for I'm not kidding you signed like a 10 to pl- 10 plus year contract that his hair could not get cut and it growing <laughs> you had the um, you had the uh, the girl who played Arya Stark who I'm not kidding you was like 5 or 8 years old is now like 15 like close to 20 now like that's a big that's a lot of years oh, and yeah. for the, a lot of them to just do their own thing a lot of them just to quit acting or start writing or doing whatever and I'm just like yeah <laughs> um, I remember the the Holdor actor. He was a he was like a DJ on the side. And that was his other his yeah. normal gig. That's pretty yeah. funny. Uh, the the person who played the Hound and the uh, and the Mountain were both bodybuilders, so they got their own thing. Yeah, uh, and then you know you had the the X Men X Men uh, the Sophie Turner and uh, Arya Stark were both in X Men, which is both probably a bad career move, but you know whatever. I mean, not really. The, I mean, the the remake or uh, new timeline X Men. They started off good with like, uh, I think they, I think after like uh, Apocalypse was good, Days Future Past was ass, and then Dark Phoenix was just yeah. <laughs> I liked uh, I liked um, what's the one I liked? I liked uh, First Class. I thought that was pretty good. First that Class was good. good. It's been a long time. Yeah, Days of Future Past, like, at watching it a second time or third time, you just, like, yeah, they they clearly just wanted to reboot the series. Yeah. And not give it, and not give it to Disney. Like, you could tell this was, like, clearly their excuse to give, not give it to Disney. 
because the last one was like X-Men or Wolverine. They're like, yeah, we're not doing this again. <laughs> and again, you could tell this is when Disney was popping off with the movies. They're like, yeah, let's reboot the series. Get it back in the swing. And they did dates in the past and like, yeah, this again. And like, let's just focus on the main, the new timeline. And then, yeah. You know, I wonder how much in Hollywood, like behind the scenes, like back, like kind of just stab at like production companies and trying to have, like, I know so much of the Spider-Man stuff now with Morbius and Venom and Carnage and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's like, I bet you there's so much like kind of back alley, like we're just going to screw this franchise over, but we've got to keep making movies so that Disney can't take it from us. And you know, that sort of thing, Yeah. you know, I bet you more than that, more than we think happens. Especially with Sony and remember Fox was getting bought out by Disney, so they were trying to cut. Like they were trying to, they were trying to screw uh, Disney over a lot as well. Yeah, because Fox Media was basically being bought out, and the Fox and I think Fox Studios were like, yeah, no, we gotta do this shit. Nah. So a lot of like there are a lot of bickering. I know Fox was trying to push back against it. They were trying to keep Fox Media or 20th Century Fox for a bit, but they weren't making money. And the the movie they because you tried they did try. You could clearly tell with X Men, like X Men Apocalypse, they, they clearly tried to make a good movie. Yeah, yeah. And movie they tried to make with it just were they were you clearly see they were trying, but something wasn't there. And then, like after the whole Fantastic Four debacle, after that, they're like you can clearly tell like you know what, screw this, screw Disney, let's make it to where by the time they have to remake this franchise, they're gonna have to either kill everybody and change everything up, or reboot everything to get them make them cost more money than this. Yeah, no doubt hike up the franchise just right at the end there i heard a story about um lana wachowski and the whole um matrix what was it resurrection i forget what it's called <laughs> whatever the yeah. most recent one which was really pretty pretty awful that like it was oh, kind of- the uh the studio basic oh yeah the uh, like uh she wanted to be like trying to get away from this and his her sister was like yeah but let's just do it for the money like the whole rumors about that like they did it for money and to get uh, because Warner's been actually contacting him for years yeah been on their asses for about three years that was the whole thing uh, there are people don't understand like after Revolutions like that like a revelation I forget what, what was the last Revolutions week, yeah, you're, yeah you're on it yeah what Thompson did a lot of, for the for, for Warner from them helping with like the whole 3D and like like um, like slow-mo like, they actually they're one of the people the reason why slow-mo was so big yeah totally because look how much they deal with the and now the slow-mo, the gunplay, the fight scenes, like, the, well, Chosky started a lot, and the production company did a lot for Warner Brothers, but the issue was, they wanted to be their own, try their own thing, but Warner kept blocking them. That totally. was what was going around, and Warner kept blocking them, or trying to blackball them, and that's why one of the Chosky turned transsexual, because the fact they were basically combined into that form, so the idea of them changing and trying to get out of it was the idea of being free. They, I, think, I think one of Chosky's sisters confirmed that. And the other twin basically said, you know what, I want to be like my sister, I want to be free. And that's how they both became that. Which, again, led into them being hounded again to where, like, you know what, screw this, let's just kill this franchise in the <clears> best <throat> way possible so that they can get off our asses. Yeah, I think, like, they, that was the story I was reading uh, that was, you know, kind of like, it was essentially her trying, or they, like, trying to be a big, just a big, like, F you to the studio, and we're like, watch, we're going to kind of do this sort of. Um, I don't know, like just this bailout by like kind of just crushing this whole thing into like a weird kind of mm-hmm. meta meta commentary on the situation we're in right now. So, you know, it was a trip. Yeah, it was no, a total yeah. trip. Yeah, it was it was the biggest middle finger to because the Wachowskis are fun, fun enough. But they are actually gamers. They actually published. Totally. They actually did the uh, Matrix Online. They did a bunch of the Matrix games to try to implement all that movement and all that. They're big gamers, and they basically hate the way gaming situation was. They basically hate it. They hate. They openly say they hate remake. They hate uh, games being remastered or totally. basically being half baked. And the game companies being like greedy as hell. Like that's their main thing. To where this movie was basically a middle finger to that. It was a middle finger to EA. It was a middle finger to Warner Brothers. It was a middle finger to recuts and reshoots and all that. It was just totally. a real, like this is how it really is. Yeah, it's not fun. I wish uh, I wish the movie that they had made out of that had turned out to be a little bit more impactful to me. But you know what? It's all right. It wasn't, I, that wasn't their. That wasn't their. You clearly tell that wasn't their idea. Of course, their idea was let's just make an out out there movie like we did in the past. But let's just show. Let's just add a little bit of like middle fingers to where we're clearly showing we are done. Yeah, this. we are exactly. done making movies. 
we're producers, we're writers, we're this, but we're not directors. We're not going to make you big franchise so you can move up. Yeah. Yeah. That was their main thing. Well, coming off of that, um, I guess I actually we we could do a we'll do we're gonna do a quick little sectors topic this week um, since we're started a little late I'll try and make it a little snappier but since since it happens to transition from that I'll, uh, my topic was gonna be this Last of Us remake or Last of Us Part One that just came out here real quick so coming off of that I, I was just kind of thinking um, you know looking at reviews that were coming in today and thinking about my experience with the Last of Us and all that stuff and um, I don't know I was just feeling kind of weird about it where you know i i think for all intents and purposes this is like a really probably the definitive way you want to play this game in 2022 obviously but i just was feeling like i don't know it's it's one of those things where you know there's only so many resources and developers in in the community or in games and you know games production these days and naughty dog some of the best of them um but I was feeling like, you know, this just didn't, for me, need to be made right now. Like, I played um, I played Last of Us Remastered on PS4 not that long ago. Like, two maybe two years ago, Max. Yeah. And, and it, you know, it was still The Last of Us. It's still one of my favorite games of all time. And, yeah, you know, maybe, like, it could use some frame rate and all that kind of... Um, but I, I just, I just felt, you know, if this this culture of wanting everything to be remade and remastered and stuff, then we would be potentially having this team that worked on this game giving us a new game or some new story or new creativity or a whole new world to, in, like, you know, embark on a journey with. Um, and I was just feeling a little like, why did this have to happen? And it, and you know, I understand the business reasons why, like the shows coming out and all that kind of stuff. And I imagine that they want people who haven't played The Last of Us to be able to go play this new PS5 version. But I don't know. I was just wondering how you guys felt about it. And do you think you guys will pick this up? Do you have you guys played The Last of Us before? And uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, Miguel, I want you to go first because I'm the most negative of this entire thing. So <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth shut like you guys praise it because well, I'm going to rip one. I wasn't even aware that they just made a remake until you said something. Right? Yeah. Because I don't it, I did honestly didn't think I'm a little surprised that they would do that. Right? It it's like it's so quick. Game. It's such a quick turnaround. Yeah, I'm not. So I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I'm like, I'm feeling, I'm not feeling. Let's put it that way. Sure. So I think the PS4 version was perfectly fine. And it is still one of my favorite games of all time. Of course. I mean, the, the story is the story, right? And the characters are the characters. And even the gameplay is still pretty darn close to holding up, you know? And, and as far as remakes go, I'm... Like, if you're going to remaster a game, okay, maybe... I might do it. Yeah. But, like, when you're going to, like, remake it, I'd rather you just make something new. Me too. Or... Like, Fantasy Seven Remake, I get it. I've been... I wanted... I always kind of wanted, like, a, a remaster of the game. Yeah. But what I ended up getting was a completely different game, and I get that. And they're fleshing out story and stuff. It's a little different... But it's almost—it's almost. It's almost uh, one of my friends said it was kind of like a reboot, because it kind of is, in, in, in essence, in some ways. Yeah. But totally. I'm, I'm just. There are things that kind of wanted to play again from the original that I don't think they're going to put in. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, and uh, you know the last thing I'll say, and I'll toss it over to you, Sam. Um, the other thing that just kind of rubs me the wrong way, and I don't. To be honest, I don't even have a PS5 right now, so it's not even really um affecting me right at this moment but like you know this this remake that really i mean it does it does a huge facelift and there is a lot of changes for all intents and purposes a lot of like potential improvements i think um but it's coming out as a 70 dollar title and it's a very big difference when it's like something between like the resident evil 2 remake that like is like turning that game to a third person over the shoulder like like more akin to resident evil 4 which i you know when you play those two games like the original resident evil 2 versus resident evil 2 remake like that is a fundamentally different experience where this really isn't like it's just kind of um a from the ground ground up remaster is what it feels like because it's still the last of us still the same game which is a phenomenal game no doubt but um I don't know. That just really rubs me the wrong way, and I certainly would not pay seventy dollars for this. And they could have just put this into PS Plus, which they just revamped and sold it that way. Anyway, Sam, I'm gonna get to you. You can. Re- <laughs> uh, I I'll say this. I love Last of Us One. I love the DLC of the original. Totally. Last of Us Two, I despise for various reasons. 
Mostly because of the fact that I hate all the characters. You kind of basically made all the characters not likable. Totally. I kind of don't, like, again, the whole Abby situation, I kind of get. But in lore, in the game, it's confirmed that they experimented on other kids. They killed kids trying to find the cure, and none of them were like some of them are just like Ellie, getting multiple times, not even had an issue. But the doctor, fungus, you can't cure a fungus. Yeah. You can eliminate it, but you cannot cure it. It is not a virus, it's a fungus. That's something people think went out. I didn't like her. I, it would have been better if you had an option, honestly. The option, like, do I kill Joel? Because you fight, because in, in the admission, you fight, you help Joel, you, you track him down, you find out he's a good person. But the moment it's like, oh, I suddenly killed him. No, you don't need to. Because if you would have asked him, like, why do it? He would have said, because they were going to kill my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that moment, he would have snapped her out of it. I bet you 10 bucks, if he had said that, he would have been like, your daughter. Like, well, you know, close thing I had to her, I lost everything. She was a little girl who would basically be forced into the situation. I loved her as my daughter. I still love her as my daughter. I don't want to lose her. Yeah. I don't want to lose her. Suffered her for so long, the world took away everything I had. It took away my daughter from the first. Like, if you would take time to show that, I think it would have made things better in the sense that we didn't. Okay, okay this whole rant about Rathbos 2, but. Anyway, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Last book on remake. Anyway, to say I didn't like that close too for a lot of reasons. I didn't like the same gameplay and the ending. I didn't like anything. I'm sorry. I get dragged on really, really long too. It dragged on. Game glitchy. Story made up. Got confused. And they said, "Oh, we kill that here," but she's alive here. Like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, all the chick, you know her face. You hunt her down. You kill all her friends. All her friends, douches. Like honestly, no one really cared for anybody but like one person. Yeah. We had things that were just like kind of cringy and kind of like you need to be in there. Like, there's some things you could have done differently. But totally. That. The last one one remake is a cash grab. I'm sorry to say. It doesn't change anything. I looked up the differences. It changes, like, maybe some field of view, some, like, movement action, some, like, different... But it's basically the same game. That's what it tastes like. But want to see a good remake? Look up the Spyro remakes. That's a remake. Um, yeah, Toys movie. Toys for Bob did a great job with both both of those and the, um, the Crash ones too. Not I'm not a big fan Mid- of Crash, but yeah, for sure. And uh, Medieval, mm-hmm. look at that. That got a huge facelift. Yeah, totally. Uh, even better, look up um, Halo, Halo Remastered. Look how beautiful that looks. Halo yeah. Reach Engine, look how much they different than in Halo Two. Beautiful. Totally. Like you said, uh, Resident Evil Two and Three remakes changed the game completely, changed the story completely, but kept the main focus. Yeah. There's that, and then what this is is clearly a Saints Row remake. So hey, let's get the Saints Row for a uh, new uh, presidential edition. Like that's all we're doing is just upping the graphics by like one decimal. You're adding all DLC for free, just paying it sixty dollars. You're basically just saying let's get some more money out of it. It's not. It's nothing new. It's nothing. It's not worth saying no. It should have been a free title, like a fluffing. Totally. That's, that's why, I, that's why I, like, I'm like, you have this new service that you're trying to like kind of promote to be like a rival to Game Pass. And, you know, obviously they're not doing all of their first party titles day and day. It's not their strategy. It's not the same thing. They're not like in their whole like kind of economy, like Xbox is around it. But wouldn't this be such a good, like at least one shot in the arm to be like, everyone go play Last of Us again. It's on PS Plus. Sign up for PS Plus Extra, whatever. You know, I would still feel a little money hungry to me. But at the same time, it would be like, yeah, that's a, that's a totally great strategy. And now everyone who already wants a reason to get into PS Plus was, is going to do it, you know, so... Now, now instead of now instead of paying like seventy dollars, you're paying seventeen ninety nine or whatever or twenty off or whatever it was for all these other games. Yeah, this new game. That's like that's what I love about Game Pass. It's like, hey, you're paying sixty ninety nine for all this game, but you're getting old games, new games, uh, remake games, all for free. Yeah, you're that that would be that would be more adjustable, you know. Yeah, and that's why I like about Game Pass more. Like, it gives you new games automatically. They'll take them all for long. But hey, if you want to play it, guess we're giving you a ten to fifty ten, 10 to fifty dollar re- uh, of. Uh, Discount, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect game. That's perfect. If you would have done that, I would have liked, I would have mind paying $20 for that's for the last remake, especially because they're in part one. They're going to remake part two, which is like, why? Your game was already, your part two was already well liked and, you know, kind of won the game award, which everyone thought was not deserved. Again, I hate, I, not against Naughty Dog, they're a great company. Gil Gonkam, uh, he's a huge, abused a lot of creators who are against games. Like, if you look at the whole system with that, he attacked a couple, a couple creators, calling them uh, racist, whole folk, all that. One of them was a transgender uh, YouTuber who I follow. I love she had. She gave her account. She gave her cute. Wow. I'm afraid of that. Crazy. She felt disrespected because she was transgender. It was a story about transgender she didn't like for the fact that it felt forced. A transgender person tells you you're doing something wrong and you're going to block them. You're going to say that you're going to come back off from their channel. Almost killing their channel. No, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not, that's why I didn't buy them. I flipped the reviews. I figured it out. I didn't decide it. It's like a point of the game. But it's not worth the price. Yeah. It's not worth the price. It's not, it's not a Halo 2 remake, which we got like a couple years ago. 
we call big athlete games. Yeah, no, I totally feel you. I mean, you, I mean, literally that you, literally that you go back and forth between the two modes, and you can see like the crazy, you know, you know like the versus the old version versus the, the front version, and and uh, it's a whole difference. Really, we got OMG's Jesus in the chat. He, he's saying we're frozen. Should I stop the stream and start the stream again? Would that fix it? You think? Jacob? Come at me real quick. I'm just, uh, I'm just double checking. No, no, we're at the audio, so I'm just making sure. But I, uh, I'm just, I'm just reaching out to him real quick because he just jumped in and was chiming in real fast. I'm looking it up while we're doing. In the meantime, while I like that, uh, we think we, we kind of get it. So last of us feeling a little, uh, a little, a little money grabby and like we're all not, probably not in, so into it. So we'll see. But uh, I'm, I'm going to switch off my sector and uh, get, pass the floor on to someone else who wants to go. I'm all at the same go. Heck yeah. Oh, great. Uh, well, I'm not, you know, I'm going to talk about this. Uh, come on. I- a couple weeks ago, we talked. There was a D and D announcement, which is indie plus. We didn't really, really talk about it on the podcast. But what do you guys think? You guys, you guys, you guys player for D and D, the D and D five point one or whatever it's called. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I played fifth five E before. I, I don't have a current game going on right now. We had one during the during the pandemic, but it was, uh, it fell off when we when we kind of I don't know we kind of fell off and uh, never got back into it. And one of the people who was pretty pretty main uh, mainstay of it moved away. So I haven't played in a couple of months. But I was playing Star Wars: The Empire, which is like a, a, a kind of um, kind of version of that. Mm. Yeah, it's one of the I think I saw Jacob talking about new stuff. Um, that they put out. So I'm, it's interesting. I'd like to play. I'd like someone to run a game. Yeah. But, uh, it, 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 yeah, but just to clarify what's going on, uh, D&D Beyond is doing the following, where they're going to be, you know, basically, you're basically going to overhaul a lot of stuff this kind of thing. You're testing a lot of things. One thing they're testing is make your own maps and have your own interest on the thing on a, on a small detail. So you can Unreal Engine, which is going to be with your own characters, and look, they're going to look at the Unreal Engine like the gameplay. You're going to see characters actually play all that. It's literally about they're going to actually make it to combat and all that. Like, possibility from that. So, they're going to be remaking a lot of the old, uh, like, first edition group, whatever edition of D&D books, creating them, adding them, taking them, adding them onto D&D 5e, um, rema- re- uh, revamping a couple things. But also going to make it where all these rules that they're going to add, all these new features are all going to be, yes, you can play, but you're also keeping old school, like, they're actually back with the power of this. They're actually saying rules can be applied. Rules be applied there. You can use whatever rules. Well, you can make some maps, you can add in, you can change things, you can add a whole, like, just a, like a, like a event happening in your game, you can add these rules, add this magic that you could do a lot to where they're saying it's very malleable to the system. Does this kind of software? No, it's going to be actual, like, gameplay, like the actual tabletop. Like, yeah, totally. Are all going to be digital. They're going to be, most majority of digital, but you can also buy the books and all that. Just making it easier for DMs, they're making it easier for players, they're making it easier for just to get into the game. They're trying to make it more um, accessible to, to new players. Because it, it, of the, I, 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 so there's but there's a digital aspect too as far as yeah Unreal Engine and so are you yeah. like younger or how's that gonna work? Uh, it's basically from what I call you using yeah. like you can use you're still gonna have insurance. I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is I feel like you're trying they're like kind of getting away. It sounds like they're getting away from uh, the actual tabletop aspect. No, they said they're gonna do they, they said they're gonna do it, but this is just for the online thing because of the pandemic. They saw a huge spike in their and their uses where hey. Yeah, I mean, I think- I, I'm worried that I get I mean my the whole reason I like to play a game like that is because you're around the people that you're playing it. Mm-hmm. I personally don't like playing it like when someone's running a game like I'm at home and you know, I didn't like that personally. I don't I don't um I played a game during the pandemic. I didn't leave I didn't play. I prefer to be in a room with people. Yeah, because you're not, you can't, there's like, the issue with, like, there's a couple of issues with, like, doing it through digital, where you can't see the player's reaction, you can't, like, move different, like, that, like that. I get that, just because you're in your house, you know, yeah. like, there's difference between a handmade, like, DM, like, table and all that, and they're, like, the idea of miniatures, like, all that, like, aka, like, you can see critical role, they have the digital, but they also have, like, in, like, in, like, in-house gameplay, you see, like, that's great. But there are also people who are, like, very camera shy, which I kind of agree, there are kind of people who are camera shy, with that, which is great for them. Like trying to get where it's accessible for people who are shy, people who are not like sociable. We're trying to make it easier for them. Like something get to the point that like when we're sociable, it's easier. I can do that more. Uh, I'm mix and match. I play digitally. I play in store. I play whatever. It's for me. This is something like oh, it'd be great for me. But digitally, yeah. I have friends who want to play, so they can't. Now it's easier. Yeah, no, that's cool. So uh, you said there was like, some sort of some sort of subscription base to this. Is that what it was sounding like, or was it? Uh, I- I think they're going to base, I'm not sure. I didn't, I mean, I, I heard that I kind of tuned out of it. So sure. I think so much stuff time, like, well, this is going to be huge. And I'm thinking, like, I, we saw my chat, we were, we looked at the table, we talked about this. I would think it's a good idea, we should have issues with it, because uh, as someone who played 5e when it started, and then seen it continue, 
I have issues with the fact that a lot of new books add a lot of stuff, but they don't clarify a lot of things. Sure. Or they read a lot of stuff and make it more right type. That's it. Like, they're not, they're changing, they're adding like maybe two pages to already a 60 page book. They make it like seven pages, but now you just two pages of just content. Yeah, no content. Like, I'm worried about, like, we worry about that. We're worried about, like, them just not really clarifying. Cause there's some rules that even now have issues. Like, uh, some spells had issues, like, where you had to, like, ask the DM, like, uh, we say DM. Where they're not, there's a lot of issues with that. There's a lot of, like, well, a lot of wiggle room and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I almost feel like maybe they write them like that on purpose, just so that the people yeah. can decide how to play it that way. But yeah. I, it would be better if it was a little bit more clear, that way you don't get into, you know, a 30 minute skip up one particular uh, <laughs> No. I remember being, uh, just, that just reminds me of a story about when uh, one of the players got stuck on a mat, I think it was like a, I think because they had like items that made, basically made a constitution save like higher. But we when we do a system on like literally build a zero, we're like, oh, you have too many. Yeah, yeah. You have too, you have too many fucking things where you should be not be able to. We had our active fight to see or like trying to figure out to do a system where the DM and the attacker to make them re-roll it and they have like there's no way the paladin with a level plus five main plus two uh, item and plus three item it basically makes like a plus you know it's not plus like thirteen whatever. I can yeah, yeah, sure. Plus thirteen charisma basically is zero. Yeah, so that was the whole thing to go through. But I think it's sad that my thing. It'll be easier, hopefully. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's, that's it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's cool to see that uh, that they, you know they're they're trying to like at least get flexible and, and you know like I do think a lot more characters have been have influxed since the pandemic and seen all the critical role popularity and all that kind of stuff. So it makes sense that they kind of got to make some some switch ups here and there. And so are they officially calling it um, five point one? Is that what the, the new, new version? I think I think it's called that or five plus. I'm like I forget. It's probably something. <laughs> Again, after the name two two now the name two now thing, I was more worried about like. The, actually can play the rules and all that. How are they going to change this? Because they changed human recently to where they took the stats of human variant and decided to human, I believe, which is like... Just a, Yeah, I feel it, yeah. Like, when, when I play variant human, usually there's usually like a potion, but always like think the person or the creature. Hmm. Like, anytime variant creature they had a think like, there was always something weird about them that like, they're human, but there's something off about them. That's how they're variant human. Like, they're like, oh, their ears are slightly pointy and they kind of have an elf with their human. Like, oh, they're taking out the heritage and all that. Like, they're mostly, like, again, it's other things like that, and, like, think about, like, oh, wait, it's also, like, transformations. Like, recently, this was, uh, the Curse Rod module, the Roots Curse Rod, which was, uh, they added, uh, lineages, and one of them was here. You can actually make your, before you turn like this. That's cool. Which is, your stats will be taken from your main character's tag, but sometimes will be removed. Like, like, like there's something to do. I'm looking at that, like, there's going to be a lot of discussion on the main character. We totally. Main character is. It's like, if you have one person just being a dick, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of room for like, like I don't know. People either overstep or just making things a little too complicated. And if the DM experience enough, they're gonna be like having to figure it all out. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. it's interesting. Um, well, I mean, that's cool. Though. That's cool to cool to get some insight into that for sure. Yeah, what you got for what you got for sector sector vibes this week? It kind of ties in my wife knew. I was gonna ask you guys if there was any show that did cancel that you would have. Like we've seen not yet answered. Yeah, sure. Uh, do you, uh, you want to start, Sam? I got, I got one in the bag for sure. Oh, uh, dude, took it. <laughs> um, no, I, I wasn't around that. I wasn't like, into that at that time. I was very shy about what I liked of it. So when I recently been doing my work, this, going on Hulu, playing random shows a lot, whatever, I've been like Blue Bloods and the NYPD Blue, which I'm a huge cop and a little bit. I love the after being after coffee, you know, human beings and not douches. So, <laughs> But then I saw Firefly, I'm like, you know, I've seen Serenity, I really think weird, and I'm getting halfway through because I love the story. Hey, let me watch this. And I'm like, oh, this is really, this is really interesting. Yeah. And then getting stuck into that, I'm like, why was it going for that for one season? And I'm looking at the reviews, I'm like, this was, what, this, this was better than what's going on with modern day Fox? <laughs> Doing better than anything else? Like, why was this canceled? And it's like, oh, I see, it's Fox. Look, look, there was a show that Fox had one season, or only two or three seasons, they constantly because of the fact that rate, either they didn't know what the fuck they were doing, or they just were like, eh, don't fuck it anymore. I'd actually forgotten about that show, but I, I, I would agree with you, in theory. My only, it's it's good show. My only issue is I don't like Josh, uh, Joss Whedon. Oh, uh, yeah. He's in my opinion. I oh, saw him at yeah. Comic-Con once, and I just, uh, I didn't like him. So, well, I, yeah, especially with the whole Ray Fisher and... All that with DC. Yeah. Later, yeah. Yeah. Uh, overall, the show itself I thought was very, very good, especially for the time. And also, I had friends who would uh, kind of compare it to, uh, what was it, Cowboy Bebop? Yeah. yeah. It kind of was like that. It was kind of like a live-action Cowboy Bebop. I totally feel I that. that. I had that in really dark moments. 
yeah. that kind of based in the reality of like, yeah, this would happen. Like, uh, like the like some of the rogue settlers were just like, yeah, these are basically, basically backwater worlds that are similar to the old west, and there's a lot of people who are not good people. Like, they do some fucked up things. And I did like the aspect of yeah, and you see the plants. Yeah, there's gonna be corruption and like that. But there's a reason why it's corruption is because corruption is what makes money go around, and they don't crap as all the money there. And you know now you know I I, watched, I went in, I actually watched right, like oh my god this is a like, fucking show and great fucking movie we watch everything so like wow wow this is wow wow like, oh you're me missed out on a huge great movie <laughs> and you can see like, you can see how they've been given a little another chance another season or two and like a little bit of a bigger budget they could maybe like done some even cooler stuff so um, oh they were, they were, they were I think uh, again Jackie didn't get the director and writer. But he's one of the writers. I kind of like the fact that other writers did a lot of better things. Sure. Like, he's been directing a lot of that, but there's, like, I do like, what I liked about Serenity was, like, I'm just going to go a tangent with the record, like, watching Firefly watch Serenity. Serenity felt like this is what happens if Josh didn't have to deal with Like, I, like, honestly, Serenity felt like what, if Josh could grab a whole season, you can tell their, their story bitch, if this was a season, if Serenity was a whole season, you can tell this would have been season one, which was the main issue of trying to robbing up the areas, having money, dealing with outlaws, dealing with Reavers rising, getting closer, sure. and then season one would have ended with them finding Randa. Yeah. Season two would have been, would have been, or season one would have been ending with, uh, I forget the character's name, uh, uh, the, the sister, basically going yeah, crazy. Yeah, totally. Kidnapping them. That would have been great season end. Season two was them trying to stop her from taking, moving ship to this place. They're going to wonder how they're going. And ending with them basically finding Miranda. And it's like, that would have been great season. So you see like them fighting the Reaver, them running from the Alliance while they this crazy fucking assassin. Them doing like this. And it's ending with, you know, the other, uh, your blind fans. Yeah, like, I totally see it. Been, this is clearly, this is what they were going to do. This is clearly what would have been, let's take Briar for like, just done to it. Yep. Um, got the movie because it could easily have just not done anything and just kind of yeah I mean books are good too I kind of read some of the books in the comics they're good but the new comics were kind of shit and everyone hates them oh really I haven't seen them at all yeah I feel it oh so they, the new comics basically come by different public Dark Horse is doing the original but then Dark Horse you know how the whole comic collapse happened for Dark Horse that sell out of sure, sure. to make big money yeah and they basically sold out to another company that had no idea where they're going and screwed up the way they lost but they have been they lost money in capital years feel it so uh, I got another one. I mean, this is old news now, and in a lot of ways, uh, um, I think probably everyone on the show ended up just fine. We got lots of good stuff from them, but um, I remember Freaks, Freaks and Geeks getting canceled, and I was bummed about that at the time. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a great show. It's totally worth a watch. You get to see like all of those. Um, uh, what's that director? Um, Judd Apatow, like all of those comedians who have like since like then like totally skyrocketed. They were at an anime show center in like college or high school where it was like a bunch of like, like I forget what it was. No, it's live action. It's um it's kind of about like you know, here they go. Nerdy kids and um and then kind of rejects um of the school. Uh, Our lady, James Franco, um, um Seth Rogen. Um, yeah, um the guy who's like, that's pretty everyone you see like knocked up and forty year old virgin and all that kind of stuff, they're all in it. Um it's great. It's definitely good to watch. Yeah, and it's just fun. Yeah, look up, and it's, I think it's on. I forget what it's on. It's on that something. Maybe HBO. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was I think it might be. I forget. Maybe not. Maybe it was not Oh yeah. It might be yeah, exactly. They might have acted it, but um, but yeah, you know that uh, you know that got um, that, yeah, that got cut pretty. And you know, all those guys ended up going and doing cool stuff. So whatever. But um, yeah, that was a pretty good one. No, that, that's, a, that's a very good recommendation. I didn't think about it. And next week. <laughs> that's that's good that you got your head on the quick pull. Uh, I I can't oh. think, I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head really. Right now, I remember vaguely. I don't remember the name of the movie unfortunately. It was pretty cool. Like I believe it was supposed to be a pilot, but it got released on Netflix as a movie. Mm. And you watch the whole thing, and it ends, and you're like, oh, this was gonna be a show. Mm -hmm. What's it called? I don't. Remember. <laughs> I don't remember. What's the problem? What's the they were going into like different dimensions. Oh, was it? It might have been Sensei. Yeah, I can't that remember. That's possible. Oh, Mark ID one too. That I didn't get it Oh yeah, oh yeah. I do remember yeah. that. Interesting. Going by my. That's all right. That's all right. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I have tons of video games that have been canceled that I could that I could say I shouldn't have been canceled, but. Oh wait, the Sarah Con the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I didn't know what happened to that. I don't know. There was a there was a couple seasons of that. I like the first one. I remember that. Yeah. Oh wait, that was not like just thing. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I think the three. I think that three or five seasons canceled. Yeah, I think that went on for a while, sure. 
Uh, I think it was Paranova was a good was a show that started off like really good, but just failed out. Which is basically it sucks for the fact that they had it was basically almost like a Horizon, like a Avatar. Like right. it's a movie, like it's, it's like set half, like they go in half. But they're also the fact that they have the uh, the humans basically fighting meat, sort of also fighting a human from the past convoys, like it's a dude, like confusing thing. Basically, came lost and just died out. I remember that. I think they could have done something with Lost. They could have done something with Lost. Lost, I love the first like three seasons, and then it just really kind of went downhill from there. Come on, that's when it gets good. I mean, it gets ridiculous and pretty fun, I guess, but yeah. <laughs> you say that, but we have 13 seasons of Walking Dead, and I hate that. Yeah, we definitely, definitely don't need that. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, you know what episode that you have? Hmm. Like the Blake TV series. Oh, I've never watched that. What? I might, have to, I might have to find that somehow. It was ass, but it was good. <laughs> like, this was, in, surprisingly, it was the first TV anime Marvel property. Yeah, that, that's interesting. It was, it was like a piece of a graded or Marvel property. That, I think Fox had like one season. It had like, um, I forget the name, he's a rapper. He was like, I forget his name, but he was actually a rapper who loved the series. Actually, like, worked out. Had like, like, the guns are all, like, staked and, like, all that. They did that show. Interesting. They died out. Word. Yeah, look it up. It actually. I'll look it, I'll, look, yeah. I'll look it up for sure. All right, unfortunately, that is where our audio cuts out for the rest of the episode. Pretty much unusable. So uh, I did my best to get us through this one, and I hope you enjoyed what content there was. Uh, Stay tuned to the next couple episodes. Now that Jake was back, it was all good going forward for the next week. Um, So I will figure out my stuff on my end, and we'll make it work. Uh, Anyways, thanks again for joining us on Neon Pocket Dimension. For my co-host Sam and Miguel, Uh, Thanks for stopping by. Give us a follow on the social channels. And if you're watching here on YouTube, you already know. So uh, NPD Squad on Twitch, I mean on on Twitter, and uh, Neon Pocket Dimension on Twitch. All right, thanks for stopping by, y'all. Peace.